four, three, two, one. Um, I don't usually do this, but can I get a side of ranch? Hey, you know what this needs? A little ranch. I actually specifically remember asking for a side of ranch. Uh-huh, yeah. Can I get some ranch? Oh, everything is wonderful. Um, but can I get a side of ranch? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Can I Get Some Ranch? I'm here with my great friend, Adam Cagley. Adam, say hello to everyone. That intro gave me, like, Vietnam flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best intro. It's me and my sister, and that's actual... Refer- like that's actual restaurant noise in the background, so no big deal. Um, and uh, it, uh, you know, it's, I just I need to, you know, if you haven't served in a while, you need that to come back in. I don't think I did. <laughs> I had like real flashbacks, man. Of like they're coming out of the trees. <laughs> you need ranch and blue cheese. <laughs> table seven never got it. <laughs> Adam, you haven't served in ten years. I know, but table seven. <laughs> I forgot their check. <laughs> Did they pay even? Did they pay? Why do I care anymore? <laughs> Why do I care anymore? I said that so many times over the course of my service industry career. <laughs> Dude, same. I, 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 you know what, too? I think I hit a point where I really, like, I don't care anymore. And now I work in a restaurant where um, it's, like, easy to not care because it's, yeah. like, so, so chill. But, I mean, dude. It's like, like before I was a bartender, I worked in a wings restaurant. Oh, wow. And uh, there was a point towards the end of my time there where, like, I was standing in the bus stations just watching hockey. <laughs> and the manager comes up to me. He's like, Adam, are you busy right now? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, trying real hard to just stand here and not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, we, there's food that needs to be ran. And I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, bummer. The fact that I didn't get fired for that. You know why? Because they know they're desperate for Mm -hmm. it. They're like, and especially if like, you know, you have your few days where you're, you know, in a shit mood or whatever, but majority of the time you're like busting ass and doing good. They're like, fucking asshole, I can't lose them, you know? I I, I think for me it was the other way around. Most of the time I was in a shit mood. (laughs) (laughs) I was rather hungover or still drunk or just not wanting to be there. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I've, I I had my first um, hungover shift in a long time on Monday, and I was like, it was not only I was hungover, but it was Valentine's Day. Oh, God. I know. And then because I, I blame it on being hungover, I offered to stay and work a double. Why the fuck? I don't know. And ah. and get this. Get this. This is the, this is the kicker. I, I served in the morning, and at night I offered because they had already, like, got enough servers to do doubles or work or whatever. I was like, well, I can stay and, like, help you food run. Oh, my God. Why, would why you did do I do that? Yeah, why? Why? I don't know. I have uh, no idea why I did it. I blacked out, I think. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only logical explanation. It's the only logical. So why you would volunteer for that. I have no idea why I did that. I don't. <laughs> I literally said it, and I go, who who said, who said that? <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't me? What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it wasn't actually that bad. It was actually, I, I, I think I did it because mentally I knew that if I was running around, I'd get rid of the hangover faster. <laughs> so I was like, I think I would just deal with the hangover. I know. But my thing is, is like, if I am at home with a hangover, I do, I won't do anything. I will literally just sleep. But, but yeah. I've noticed that if I have a hangover and I actually get up and go do shit, like if I, um, 
even like go to the store or if I like go to work and I'm like busy, like the hangover goes away fast. Like I can have like a shorter hangover, you know? I don't know. I think I would just deal with the hangover. No, I can't do it. I can't I, I, do it. I would it. just sleep and suffer through it. It's, I can't, I, it's so, I hate it because I, I already feel like I don't have enough time in the day. So like when I waste a whole day as a hangover, I'm like. You're a piece of shit. That's fair. But I mean, that, that's, I think that's just how much I hated serving. That I'm like, I would rather suffer oh, yeah. than have to go do this shit. Yeah, no. I mean, you know what? Same, but the restaurant I'm at right now is like, it's like a server's dream, kind of. It's, yeah. it's pretty easy. The money's good. And like, I have no complaints about it. And it's, it's a restaurant where um, like the shittiest of shitty clientele does not go in there. Like, it's just, it's too healthy for them. <laughs> just won't go in there that's an anomaly it's an anomaly. i swear yeah. i'm like literally every day i go in there i like i'm like this feels fake <laughs> like this did i die and go to server heaven is that where i because like this doesn't feel right. like everybody's so nice they're gonna pull a truman show and the walls <laughs> open up there's a whole crew filming you behind it i knew it i knew it <laughs> all the like <laughs> i just I think that I literally go in there and I go, you guys are so nice. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I told my manager yesterday, I go, um, I go, this is the weirdest holiday I've ever worked at a restaurant. And he goes, well, why? And I go, because it ran so smooth that I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Like I did not see one tear. Nobody screamed. Everybody was like smiles on their face. Nobody walked with like a, in a, a running walk you know where like you're like i'm so in the weeds i'm gonna pass out yeah like no not one time and i was like this is not normal for restaurants this is weird that this is working i don't think i know how to function there i I, literally i i was like uh, like i i i I, it was weird it was so weird it was good (laughs) in a weird way in such a weird way that is but it was, it was, it was interesting. It was, I was like happy because I was like, wow, th- if this is how holidays go, that's great. But I, was <laughs> I, I used to love Valentine's Day at the bar I managed because you would get these dudes that would bring their girlfriends in and like you could tell she wants to do literally anything else. And his idea of romantic Valentine's Day was, well, there's a food truck over there, and I'm going to go play cornhole, so, like, you get to watch me. That's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, miserable-ass-looking women in these drunken bro dudes. Like, what, babe? You said you like it when I play cornhole. (laughs) You you said it was sexy when I threw the bag. (laughs) You told me that. (laughs) You said nothing turns you on more than watching me play with beanbags. Watching me be a 30-year-old man playing with a beanbag. Secretly, <laughs> what makes her happy is watching him lose this game. Yeah. She's like, you fucking asshole. She's fucking the dude he's playing <laughs> yeah, against. exactly. exactly. <laughs> he knows how to hit my beanbag harder than you. Like. <laughs> it's like that scene in Step Brothers where, where John C. Riley punches Will Ferrell's brother. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I heard you beat my husband in cornhole. <laughs> She just starts getting really interested in cornhole all of a sudden. (laughs) Going to tournaments. She's making t-shirts and shit. He's he's in there F-250 angrily angrily listening to Rascal Flats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Just twirling a fucking beanbag. Yes, laugh is a highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, as she's banging his partner. In <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that's a, what. What was the bar that you used to work at? Uh, well, technically, it wasn't a full bar. It was a. It was a it was the tasting room of a brewery. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, was it in here in L.A.? No, no, oh, okay. it, was, it was out in Lancaster. Oh, God, I can only imagine the type of people you got in there in Lancaster. Jesus. A lot of, uh, lot of Trump stickers. Like, a, like one step above Bakersfield, but still 100 steps below anything, anything else. else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even then, that step above Bakersfield, it's it, not that much of a step. It's not that much of a step. It's no. not that much of a step. Um, how long did you bartend there for? Oh, fuck, like three years. Mm. Yeah. Wow. There was a point in time where I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is my life now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's scary. You're yeah. like, oh, fuck. And then I woke up one day and I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I even live? I'm moving. Why do I even live out here? I was going to say, are you from Lancaster? No, no, no. Where no, are you no. from? I'm from Panorama City. Oh, wait. Okay. I'm sorry. You're from Panorama City, but you moved to Lancaster? Super cheap out there. But it's Lancaster. Yeah, but like for what most people pay for a studio in LA. Yeah. The three bedroom house in Lancaster. Yeah. So like that was the only motivation was it was cheaper. And I, I found but, that job super easily. But it's but it's Lancaster. Lancaster. Yeah. It's Lancaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I know, I I get that. I, I especially because it's not that far from LA, so like it's you could definitely travel in, but that got to be such a pain in the yeah, yeah. Now. It's like yeah. I will pay triple the amount to not have to drive in that traffic, yeah. honestly. Well, I mean, it's like it, it even it made stand up so much fucking harder. Oh god. Just cuz like like right now I'm I'm 20 minutes from the clubs. Yeah. So like if I drive to a show and bomb, the drive back doesn't bother me. <laughs> but if I'm driving an hour 15 and then I bomb, that yeah. drive back, I'm contemplating driving into the divider yeah. the goddamn time. <laughs> It's too much alone time. Oh, yeah. It's too much alone. Like, I remember we did, was it your show maybe that we did? There was one audience member. I don't think it was yours. No. It wasn't, it wasn't the one we just did. It was, um, I don't remember who booked me on that one, but we literally had one audience member and he left halfway through because he was there to watch his cousin. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was just like. I wish I was surprised by that. I know. <laughs> I wish I, I was like, what? I know. It's like, I, like we don't even know why. Flappers was like, yeah, keep going. Let's put it on. We're yeah. like, are you sure? <laughs> like, they, they usually have a rule that if there's less than three people, they cancel the show because then it's not worth it for the server. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't. Uh, s- some of them, they've been like, fuck it, go ahead. And yeah. Like, why? And I mean, I guess in, well, no. In retrospect, I was going to say, like, comedians will get stuff, but, like, technically, if you're on the show, it's free, right? Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, uh. But I guess maybe you'll get the tip. Like if you, hopefully they tip the server, even though your shit's free. But yeah, that's that's interesting. It's definitely almost nobody tips those servers. I do. You it's know why? Because you were a server. Exactly. You understand. I do. I it's always tip. I over. I'm an over tipper oh for yeah, sure. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Like especially if I'm drunk, I'm way oh, over tipping. Oh, if, if I'm shit faced, you're getting a hundred percent. Oh, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, we just did that show at Bruce Brothers recently on my birthday, and I asked them to do like a, um, a comics tab because I was like, I want to get the comics at least a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And at the end of the night, the bar owner was like, ah, don't worry about it. We'll comp it. And I was like, cool. And I still threw him 60 bucks. I guarantee yeah. you the tab was not even $60. I think it was like only like four comics actually got a beer on it. And so it was probably like a $30 tab. And I was like, here's 60. Thank you. <laughs> what would just waste it? The, I, the, the club servers get fucked so much. Yeah. Yeah. You, like people have to pay to get in and then there's an, a minimum. Yep. And people get real bitchy about the minimum and they yeah. take it out on the servers. Yeah. It's like I see so many over the course of the night that are just like getting stiffed left and right. Or people that like don't pay their checks in general because they already bought a ticket. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's like every fucking weekend I hear about some shit. Like really? Oh, yeah. See, I used to want to work at a club, but mm-hmm. that reason alone. Like I would work at a club to do like the door, like that kind of shit. But I yeah. like serving at a club. No, I don't want to serve at a club because... I don't want that stress. Well, it's like even on even on like the big Kevin Hart nights, you know they'll they'll sell ten thousand dollars worth of tickets, mm-hmm. another like two grand in service charges. Mm-hmm. But where the real money is supposed to come from on those nights, because of of Kevin Hart's door deal and our back end and all that, our club's back end and all that shit, the bulk of that money is supposed to come from the food and drink. Mm-hmm. But you'll get people that'll order like a bottle of water and a coke. Yep. Yep. Those tickets are like 45 bucks. Which is crazy, though, because, like, in my mind, if I was like, oh, we're going to go see Kevin Hart, I'm making a night of it. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? For sure. I'm not just be like, ah, oh, fuck, I know I got work, but we'll just watch him leave. No, yeah. we're going to make a whole night of it. Yeah, that's like an event. Yeah. Yeah. So you know you should go out knowing you're spending, like, 100 bucks a person. Mm-hmm. At least. I know. People are just so, they're, they're so ignorant. It, make, I, uh, it makes me very glad that I'm nowhere near that side of the world anymore (laughs) i know i know honestly it's it's interesting like because i've thought about like do i want to like serve anymore and it's like but for what i'm doing like pursuing comedy it is the most flexible and easiest Mm -hmm. way to make money so i'm like in retrospect because i've done every other job yeah i have fucking i've worked at a bank i've worked at a grocery store i've worked at a fucking uh rent a center type place you know so i'm like it's the best so that's why i'm happy i'm like at a place where i'm like "Ah, i don't have to care i've thought about going back yeah just because the money's so good and i'm like it is depending on where you work i'd I'd rather be broke (laughs) i know but you know this is something that and here's the issue with servers is that we we work at these places that are so shitty and they make us so jaded and we like literally hate they were like this is not fun, but then we what we don't understand is that there are better places to work. We yeah. just we're so fucking over it that we're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm out. Yeah. Well, see, like I I I have like the craft beer certifications and shit. Yeah. Because you kind of like you have to have them to work at a craft brewery. Yeah. It's like I have the certifications and I have the experience. Of, like I could go to another brewery and get another get another serving job at a brewery. But right. Like, I really don't want to deal with the craft beer crowd ever again. <laughs> I know, but hipsters tip well. Uh, not always. Not always, but m- more than more not than always. they're they're the I would say hipsters are the best tippers in the younger generation. If crowd, like, I had so many nights of having to watch little hipster dude bros explaining to very uninterested looking people like, you see, it's called an India Pale Ale because <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Do you know why it's called an Indian Pale Ale? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking remember. I know. I know. I, <laughs> I worked at BJ's for five years where we had to get, I had, oh, I got yeah. certified in, uh, we called it a brew genius. Yeah. Which is like the same thing. Um, it's Indian pale ale because when they used to. The shipping from England to India, right? Yep. Yeah. 
That's pretty much it. <laughs> Extra hops to preserve it longer or something like that. Uh, literally, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Okay, let's 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 get into some um, segments here yeah. before we forget. I feel like the problem I have with this is that the people I bring on, we could just talk forever, <laughs> and then I go, oh wait, there, this is a serving podcast. There was a structure to this <laughs> show. <laughs> it's very it's it's very loose, but there's a little bit of a structure too. Okay. Um, all right, let's see here. Before I might as well get into this part since we're drinking them now. Let's get into one of my favorite segments right now. It's called bartender. I need a drink. This is our bartender segment. <laughs> um, what do we? What? What's? What's your go-to after work? After a stressful day, drink. What are we having? Whiskey ginger ale. Whiskey ginger ale. Do you have a preference on whiskey? Uh, if it was up to me, I always go Jameson. Oh, or straight I, Irish. Okay. I, I really like proper number 12, too. Connor, okay. Conor McGregor's whiskey. Yeah. Don't know why. I think it's just the bottle. I've never tried it. I haven't had his. It, it tastes like every other Irish whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I love, I'm, I'm a huge, uh, bourbon drinker. Mm. I do like whiskey, but, um, I, I don't like Jameson really. I, I'll have it, but I, I like the, like the fancier Jameson, like in the oak barrel one, oh, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. because I, my, the problem is, is that I just, my whiskey palette is too elite. I got her too elite. She's too, she's too, she's like Jameson See, disgusting. I, I won't go anywhere near like the jacks of the world. Oh, I don't, I don't do Jack either. No, no. no. I, my, my favorite anymore. of all time is a whiskey called Writer's Tears. Writer's Tears. That's uh, copper pot distilled in Ireland. Oh, Jesus Christ. That sounds so, like, amazing. Instead of the distillation process happening in a barrel, it happens in a traditional copper Irish pot. Nice. And it adds, I don't know what the fuck it does chemically to it, but it adds something, some kind of like grounded earthiness to it. Ooh, yes. I like that. I bought it solely because I like the name. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Writer's Tears. I have those. Yeah. <laughs> And then I drank it, and I'm like, my tears are saltier than this. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My favorite is, uh, I love Willet whiskey. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll, I always usually have, like, uh, like bullet rye or yeah. some kind. I love ryes. I don't fuck with rye too Really? Often. Yeah. I do. I, we, I drank all my rye the other night, so I didn't have any left. But A little too smoky for my life. Oh, see, I, I love the smoky. Like, I, like, for tequila, I love mezcal. I love it. I can't drink tequila in general. Oh, tequila and whiskey are like the two things that I can have and function. Yeah. If I have anything else, like I can drink beer, but I try not to, but like, or wine, I drink wine. But um, as far as like liquor, I, I cracked my head open on gin. Jesus. So I don't, yeah. Yeah, don't fuck with gin anymore. <laughs> that was in 10th grade, but still, <laughs> we, we have a, we have a bit of sour, sour relationship. Um. Yeah, it was, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I think I have, but um, yeah, dude, I, I was in 10th grade, I, I remember, it's crazy how vivid this memory is for me, because I'm like 34, 10th grade was like 100 years ago for me, <laughs> and I remember- And it, it involves a head wound. And a serious head wound. You remember it perfectly. I remember everything perfectly, which is so fucking weird. That's really weird. It's so weird. That I swear, like, what if what what if in my life, like that part, the part where I hit my head, I like in in, in a coma now and I've just been in it ever since. None of this is and real. And none of this is real. <laughs> and I'm just like living it's a fucked up memory life then. I should have made it a little bit better. Um but yeah, no, I was in tenth grade. 
Uh, I remember my dad was out of town, and this was in March. And I and I, I'm from Ohio, mm. so March is winter for us, obviously. And I was like, I think I want to throw a luau, because <laughs> why not in the middle of March, right? <laughs> so I I have and I normally I would throw these raging parties with 100 plus people, but this one I was like. We're going to make it intimate. It's going to be like 25. So I invite some friends over, and um, for some reason, I don't know what possessed me, but I was taking shots of Tangeray. Why? Because I was in 10th grade. Oh, yeah. Know, that you makes know? Sense. You don't have, your taste buds aren't developed then. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. Fair, fair. And uh, I was also drinking, this is, you're probably going to throw up when I do the mixture, Tangeray shots and Smirnoff Ices. Mm. <laughs> By choice. That's like the most high school shit. I know. Don't. Well, high school would have been saying like Smirnoff Ice and 99 Bananas. But, oh, you know. Yeah. But, uh, so I remember I took a shot and I was standing in my kitchen and my friend, I, I remember exactly who the friend was. I remember, so it was my friend Lindsay. She like grabbed my Smirnoff Ice and ran from my kitchen to like, we called it our pool room mm. uh, because... Before we moved in, there used to be, like, an indoor pool, and my dad built a floor over it, so it was just, like, a giant great room. Yeah. Um, and she ran from my kitchen to the pool room, and so she runs, and I chase after her, and my friend David, who I had a raging crush on, by the way, yeah. um, decided that it'd be funny to pretend to trip me as I was chasing her. Oh, but I caught his foot and I flew headfirst into my dad's pinball machine that he had. Yeah. And I obviously don't remember hitting it and then ending like I, but I remember laying on the floor and waking up and be like, "Uh Oh, everybody's surrounding me. What happened? Cause I'm very prone to hurting myself when I drink. I yeah, always, yeah. I've, I've rolled my ankles countless times. I've jammed fingers. I've cut myself. I mean, like I'm like, I literally am injury prone. And, um, so in my mind, I'm like, oh, I probably just like hit something or tripped or whatever. And everybody's like surrounding me and they're like, oh my God. And I like sit up and all of a sudden it was just like Niagara Falls down the side of my face, just <laughs> blood gushing <laughs> from my head. Yeah. And I didn't, I, w- I wasn't in any pain because I was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was scared because I looked at other people and they were freaked out. <laughs> Somebody brings over like a paper towel. <laughs> Like, like here, that, this will fix it. It's okay. You got a big gash, but that'll do. And br- I'm like, I brought you a Kleenex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, they bring it over, and somebody like looks at them, and it's like, what the fuck? And goes and grabs like a bath towel, and yeah. was like, this is what we need. So they put that on. Mind you, so I'm in tenth grade. My sister's home. She's in eighth grade, but she's in her room. Yeah. And everybody's drunk at the party, so they go to my sister and like, oh my god, your sister hit her head. She's bleeding, and my sister is so freaked out that she wouldn't come out of the room. <laughs> that's <laughs> she, helpful. That's, li- <laughs> that's love. That's what that is. She opened the door, and she didn't even look. She goes, she's okay, and slams her door. <laughs> like, I don't want to deal with this. She's fine. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she was, like, not about it. She's like, if she's dying, I don't want to watch. Like, uh, <laughs> So but back, back when I was a bartender, we used to do these things on Sundays called party pool. Mm. Or like I went to Walmart and I bought like a big inflatable kiddie pool. It's literally exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. the, the like, like all you could really do was sit in it. <laughs> and when you sat in it, like it only came up to like your waist. Yeah. But what we would do is because one of my best friends worked at the other brewery in Lancaster. Yeah. 
every Sunday we would set it up in our backyard. And the idea was one of us gets a keg and puts it in the middle of the party pool and party pool isn't over until the keg is empty. Got it. So until it floats ish. Yeah. Okay. But then we started adding fucking whiskey and all kinds of other nonsense to it. And she was chasing her dog around the backyard and oh, slipped on grass and clocked her head on a block wall. Oh. Busted her fucking head open and decides we were all shit faced. So no one thought to stop her from doing this. Yeah. Thought I have a massive head wound. The best course of action here is to go take a nap. No, literally the worst thing that they could do. <laughs> the worst. So she goes and takes a fucking nap and nobody does anything. We all took naps too. Oh my God. Did she wake up? She woke up. Okay. And then she went to bed that night and the day after and the day after and was like, you know what? I'm starting to not feel that well. Oh my God. And went to a doctor and they were like, yeah, you've got a really bad concussion. Yeah. And they're like, you, and you <laughs> could have died every single yeah. night that you just went to sleep. And she's just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's what happened to me. I, I was concussed and, uh, I get up and the only person sober enough to take me to the hospital mm. is the guy that tripped me. Well, I mean, good. He should at that I point. Know, I know. And so him, me, and my other buddy, for some reason, wanted to tag along. And at first, I was, like, freaking out. And I was, like, crying. And I yeah. was, like, scared. And then, like, I don't know if, like, something in my brain decided to go, eh, this is kind of funny. And I just started, like, laughing at it. <laughs> it's, like, 1 in the morning. I'm home alone. My mom lives in Florida at this time. But I decided to call her anyway. Yeah. And I call her one in the morning and I'm like, hey, mom, heading to the hospital, just crack my head open. And she's like, what? She's freaking out. She calls my aunt to meet us at the hospital. We go to the hospital. And I remember this, too. I remember I, I had just gotten back from New York City mm -hmm. and I bought one of those cheap three dollar. I know I love New York T-shirts and I fucking loved it. And it was white. And by the time I got to the hospital, it, it was not white yep, anymore. Nope. <laughs> I like I get to the hospital, the two, my two friends kind of like put me in the waiting room and then just like leave or like sit in the car. I don't know what they did. Yeah. And I'm standing there with like a giant towel and the lady who's like taking people in kind of like looks at me and she's like, what are you here for? And I was like, this. And <laughs> <laughs> I hurt my finger. No, yeah. uh. It hurts when I sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have a UTI. Um, <laughs> this? Oh, no, I'm fine with this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That's cool. I'm going to put my change in there. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> and so she calls me back. And I, like, the amount of, like, non-urgency involved in this mm. like, is kind of weird, but... She, like, brings me to, like, this room where they, like, ask you, like, what are you there for? And they ask you, like, questions. And... She's like, so what are you here for? I was like, I, I hit my head. And she's like, have you been drinking? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Gin a thing is, sober person yeah, does. Gin is pouring out of my pores at this point, <laughs> by the way. And she's like, she like, I could tell she hated me. She's like, great. So they get me back there. My aunt meets us there. And I remember looking at my aunt and I just, my shirt is covered in blood. And I go, Aunt Mars, can you get this out? <laughs> can you get this? She's like, totally. And throws the shirt out. And I remember they had, I had to get eight staples. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I had to get eight staples. Um, I was definitely concussed. So <laughs> here's the, here's another kicker. We're at the hospital. They give me the eight staples. They, luckily I didn't have to shave my head. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Cause that's always like a scary issue with that. Um, they, 
release me, but they let my aunt, instead of like having me go to her house and sleep, she's like, all right, have fun. And as me, let's me go back to my house oh, Jesus. with my friends and my friends, the with two guys, gaping head wound. Exactly. And my friends, so they are like fucked up. So, so they're like, Hey, yeah. good plan. You want to do something? I was like, totally, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point falling in and out of consciousness and they're like, we're going to drive to his house, grab his fake police light, and roll up to the, your house. And I was like, cool. But this wasn't, I'm in the Midwest. This isn't like jumping five minutes over. This is a 20-minute drive yeah. to his house and 30 minutes back to my house. There's so many ways that can go horribly wrong. So many ways. <laughs> we end up getting back to my house, and they put the light on, but the party had ended. People mm. weren't going to stay and like hang out while I'm like dying in the hospital. <laughs> so we get back. A few of my friends were still there. It's so dramatic. A couple of my uh, friends like wrote me notes and were like, it was so traumatizing. We had to leave. And I was like, <laughs> okay. But uh, I had to be woken up every few hours so yeah. that I didn't die of the concussion. And I remember the next day I, I woke up and like m- uh, the house was a mess. And my sister ended up like cleaning up for me. And I had to like tell my dad sort of what happened. So I told him, yeah. I told him that I, uh, was running inside um, chasing like I was just having a few f- girlfriends over and I was running inside and chasing my friend and I tripped on our sidewalk because my dad was one of those guys that like likes to do his own ho- DIY projects yeah. and our sidewalk was a little wonky but I was like I tripped on the sidewalk and hit a rock dad and he's like oh my god he's like I've been meaning to pull that sidewalk up for so long <laughs> good fucking cover I well know. done I know so that's why, I don't, that's why I don't drink gin. My, my my friend that busted her head open took a nap on the couch. Oh, my God. That's, it scares me right now. And, like, we all, like, decided, fuck it, let's take naps on the couch, too. Yeah. And uh, when we woke up a few hours later, she sat up, and the pillow she was laying on was stuck to her head. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> she laid on her head wound. What did she end up having? Like, what? how many um, stitches or staples did she have to get? None. What? Yeah, I mean, it was only like maybe two inches long. Oh well, by that time it probably had healed and it, enough. And it was starting to close. Yeah. yeah, she named the scar Jameson. Oh my god. Yeah. It's is it on like her forehead part? Oh no, it's on like the side of her. Oh head. okay, okay. But yeah. Like, the pillow stuck to her head. Dude, I love how she didn't even bother to like clean it up. She's like, no, I think it's nap time. Oh, like she pulled the pillow off her fucking head and just goes, oh, oh look, my brains. What the. Fuck. <laughs> we're just like, okay, so we're going to start drinking again. She's this like, is what happens in Lancaster. <laughs> that is what happens in fucking Lancaster. That's a, that's a very mild Lancaster story. Wow, dude. Wow. Um, Especially coming out of the party pool era, that is a very mild story. That's insane. I can't even believe like that she didn't immediately go, uh-oh, we need to. No. I should probably address this. Nope. It was nap first, continue drinking hospital like three days later. Wow. That's gangster. She's still alive. Good for her. Good for her. Probably some brain trauma, but that's all right. Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't we all have that? Yeah. You're an asshole. This is the you're an asshole segment. Asshole of the week. Who? Tell us a story. That you can recall about, it doesn't have to be specific or just generalized about uh, somebody who is just the fucking worst. See, I've, I've been thinking about this and there, there's a few people that I could talk about here because there, there were several massive assholes. <laughs> like, we were a big 
hang out for the Lancaster Sheriff's Department. Oh, wow. And this isn't the asshole I'll talk about, but just for context, I'll mention this asshole. Okay. Uh, we had a cop who was not just a cop, but our liaison to ABC, the Alcoholic Beverage Con- Commission or Control, yeah. whatever the fuck it is, who would come in with a bottle of bourbon and would sit on the back patio and like just drink his bourbon. What? And whenever I would have a server go out to him and they'd be like, hey, like... You can't fucking do this. Yeah. He would go, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm the law around these parts. Oh, Jesus. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to take this and I'm going to put it in the cooler and you can go fuck off. Mm -hmm. And when you're ready to go, come get it. Arrest me if you want. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, my Um, God. It was very, I don't want to say it was rednecky, but it was pretty fucking rednecky. Yeah. Uh, We had this old guy. He's the one I always think about. When I say old, he was like, he was fucking 11 He was <laughs> ancient. He would waddle on in every day, holding his colostomy bag in his hand. Yeah, Gross. And would sit down at the bar and plop his colostomy oh. bag onto the bar. Oh, my God. And then would look for any female in the room. Any of them. Didn't matter who. Find one and go, I'd bend her over the fucking bar. <laughs> Like, this dude, he used to go to one of the other breweries in town, too. And there was uh, a black girl that bartended there that he used to refer to as his chocolate yum-yums. Oh, Jesus. And he, like, the day I got to 86 him was so fucking satisfying. Because, like, the the owners of this place had an incredibly high tolerance for bullshit. Yeah. Like, there was a day a dude came in covered jaw to, like, knees in swastikas. (sighs) And they wouldn't let me kick him out. Wow. So, like, they, they had a very, if you kept buying beer, they didn't give a fuck what you did. Yeah. Uh, when Their I money's fi- green, they're allowed yeah. in. When I finally got to 86, this dude, it was so satisfying. He, I, I had another regular that would come in with her husband and her baby all the time. And I don't know what the fuck she, like, I knew he worked in aerospace. I don't know what the fuck she did, but she was always in yoga pants. <laughs> and, like, yoga pants, like, full workout gear and shit. And they would come in and they would hang out on the back patio and, old dude goes out there one day and he's talking to the, the wife in the yoga pants. And he's like, you have got the best fucking ass I've ever seen. Oh my God. And she's like sitting there with her kid. Like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, I want to touch it. Oh, and she, Oh. And like, she threw out a line that like, I know she was thinking this would like calm him down to vert and whatever. She's like, my husband's right over there. If you want, you can go ask him. Yeah. Oh, you don't think I will? I'm going to go fucking do it. Gets up and goes and asks the husband, can I squeeze your wife's ass? What? He was pissed. She was pissed. The kid was confused as fuck. Is this the swastika guy or the old man? Old man. Okay, okay. Swastika guy is a whole other story. Oh, okay. Uh, He's sitting there like, I don't get what I did. I complimented her on her nice ass. Oh, God. Uh. And, like, it took, like, a week of me talking to the owners, like, look, he does this shit every time he's in here. Yeah. Like, he's constantly a fucking problem. This was the dude that went into the men's room and fucked up the toilet so badly that when I went in there to have to clean it, there were two inches of water on the floor. Oh. It wasn't. No, 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 no. It wasn't just water. Oh. That's a whole, like... He comes out of the bathroom like, yeah, I fucked up the turtlet. 
And the, the turlet? The owner's just like, well, that's what we got Adam for. And I'm like, I fucking hate it here. Oh. And I go in there and I'm like, dude, there's like two inches of water and shit and piss on the floor. I'm like, I'm not cleaning that. And he's like, well, you know, we need the bathroom, so you got to clean it. And I'm like, well, if I clean it, I'm going the fuck right home after. Yeah. He's like, no, you got to get back behind the bar. I'm like, you want me wading two inches into shit water? Yeah. And then getting back behind the bar? Yeah. And if you have two inches of shit water, you should probably call a professional. Yeah. that's what I'm like, we need like a crew in there. Yeah. yeah. Not me in a shop back. Yeah. <laughs> well, same dude did that shit. And uh, yeah, he, he was routinely incredibly racist and incredibly mm-hmm. sexist and mm-hmm. really gross. The Nazi guy was a whole other thing. Yeah, what is that? Uh, it was an opening shift, like noon. And uh, he was the first guy through the doors that day. I remember oh. that very clearly. Yeah. And I could see him on the security cameras under the bar hanging out in the lobby. And he's uh-huh. standing there talking to one of the owners for like 15 minutes. And he looked homeless as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, oh, he's getting rid of him because it's a homeless guy. Yeah. And then I see the owner, like, shake hands with him. And the guy comes walking on in. And the owner, like, falls behind him. And dude's sitting there, like, standing there at the bar. And he's looking at the beers. And I'm looking at the owner because, like, he looked like a fucking extra from American History X. Yeah. He was just covered in Nazi shit. Jesus. And, like, they weren't professionally done tattoos. Yeah. They were fucking prison tattoos. Yeah. And I look at the owner and I look at the guy and I'm like, should I be fucking like, I don't want to serve this guy. Yeah. And the owner just goes to the guy after the guy orders and he goes, Hey, do you have $7? And I goes, Oh yeah, no, I got the money. I'm not homeless. And he goes, okay, yeah. Get him his beer. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I, I, I hated having to do it. And I poured the guy's beer and I hand him the beer and he sits at one end of the bar and the, the owner goes and sits at the other end. And I go up to the owner and I'm like, I'm really not comfortable having this guy here like i don't want to have to keep serving him i don't want him here i'm like i don't think you want people coming in and seeing this guy sitting here right and he's like why what the fuck's wrong with me paid for his beer and i'm like he is covered in aryan prison tattoos yeah and he looks at the guy and this is his exact reaction he looks at the guy and just goes oh geez (laughs) that was his reaction to a fucking nazi was oh boy (laughs) What um what was the ethnicity of your bar of the owner? White as fuck. Oh, yeah. I, I knew that. Um, wow, that's it's funny. Restaurants they especially like either mom and pops where it's like they just want to make money or yeah. like a giant corporation. They don't give a fuck about no. anything as long as people are spending money in there. Oh yeah, well, that's like, it. I I I took the course of action. I was like I didn't know how aggressive that dude would have gotten if I straight up kicked him out. Yeah. So I just tried to make him feel as unwelcome as possible. Right. And it took like two minutes for him to fuck off. Oh, really? Like he kept trying to talk to me and I kept shutting him down. Yeah. He kept like trying to ask about other beers and I kept shutting him down. He kept trying to ask about the crowd. and I gave him nothing like two minutes and he fucked off. Right. And then he came back like five minutes later and taped a note to the front door. And we're like, the fuck is this? And we go and get it. And it's this like really like, cracked out chicken scratch note about how he represents an Aryan biker club. Oh God. That we're looking for a new hangout spot, but because I was so rude, him and his club would never patronize our business. Wow. And I'm like, well, fucking good. Yeah. Like, Oh no, the Nazis won't come here. Yeah. Oh no. The new Aryan brother biker Uh, gang doesn't want to hang out here. And I show that note to the owner and he just goes, 
Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Wow. I'm like, dude. dude, do you really want that shit hanging out here? Yeah. This is the same owner that like Nazi comes in and he's like, oh boy. But every time a black dude in a hoodie walked in, he was like monitoring the security cameras like a fucking hawk. Oh God. I hate that. Yeah. I hate. <sighs> There's so many things in that that I just. Ugh. I left that job for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely had um, jobs, not 86 people who I felt like we, we um, at BJ's, we had a guy this guy, Joe, I, I mentioned him on this podcast millions of times because he was just a terrible person. He's a dentist in Burbank, by the way. So if you go to a guy named Joe and he's an old fuck and he's a dentist, he's a piece of shit. Um, but he was always so racist, so sexist, so misogynistic. Mm-hmm. It took the entire staff to write a letter, individually each write letters to corporate, and for this guy to finally get in a physical altercation at the bar for Jesus. for um, saying racist stuff to a yeah. group of Hispanics. Yeah. And finally, he got 86. And when he got 86 from uh, BJ's, he ended up getting 86 from almost all the bars in Burbank. That's fucking awesome. I bet he's still allowed at Flappers, though. <laughs> I don't, you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever seen him there. I've never. I doubt he would ever go in there because to him, comedy is like a liberal trait. So oh, he's like, Jesus. you know, uh, he was such a f- and and he would he would tip so shitty. So yeah. like you didn't he didn't care. But and then if if you if he sat at your bar top and you got him what because he'd get the same fucking thing. He'd get a fucking white zinfandel with ice and then a top sirloin and mashed potato and. If you didn't spend at least like half his time there talking to him, he would only tip you a dollar because he needed that attention so badly. That's both depressing and fucked up. I know. I know. And then he'd be like, well, I'm never coming back in here. We're like, good, Joe, don't come back in here then. And then he would come back in. And I'd call him. I'm I'm fucking, (laughs) I'm like, Joe, thought you said you're never coming back in, bro. What happened, bro? Yeah. And he'd be like, and I'm just like, you know, you suck, right? Like (laughs) we, we, we had a Joe old as fuck as well. Yeah. But he he wasn't, I mean, we couldn't stand him at the time. But, like, looking back on it, he was just. Not that bad. It's like he was kind of out of his fucking mind. Oh. Because he would, he was on a lot of prescription pain meds. Uh Uh-huh. And then he would come and drink with his prescription, like, fistful of prescription pain meds. Yeah. And he was fucking 11D, too. He was old as fuck. Yeah. But he, he would just, like. Anyone that looked at him or gave him any acknowledgement of his existence, he would follow them around the whole fucking night. Oh, shit. In just babble about fucking nonsense. Yep. Like, hey, you know, I, I, I watched the Packers this weekend. Did you watch the Packers this weekend? I watched the Packers. Oh, Joe, you're talking too much. You're talking too much, Joe. God damn it. Oh, you know, I, I tried this beer today, but this beer wasn't very good, so I'm going back to my... Like, at, at that speed and that cadence, that's how we talked. Wow. I tried that beer, but it wasn't very good, so I went back to my own one. Oh, you don't care. You don't care what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you care what I'm talking about? Oh, you're talking too much, Joe. Like, he would just babble to himself <laughs> for eight hours. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I kind of miss that guy. I was just going to say, I miss like, yeah. like the restaurant I'm at now doesn't get those. Like we have a few kind of wonky regulars. Like we, there's this one woman that comes in and she works at the Ralph's down the street and she, oh, she orders like, she's tiny as shit, but she orders so much food. Yeah. I don't ever serve her. She always goes to the bar, but I miss like, I don't, I don't miss it, but like, I do miss the stories of like psycho regular, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would get this one regular gym. He, it's weird, like, he was cool at times, but also really creepy, and 
he was very protective of like yeah. the servers and bartenders at, at our job, which we were like, thank you, but also yeah. like, know your place. Yeah, like, thanks, but calm down. Yeah, and yeah. he would get kind of obsessive with a few of the girls. And, but granted, in his defense, this, uh, some of them in particular would give it back enough because they wanted what they wanted out of him. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but he, he, man. We had we had some words exchanged before, but he, he also got eighty six from all the bars in Burbank. Like that's, awesome. that's like an accomplishment if you live in oh, Burbank yeah, is to get eighty six sure. by all the bars. That was like my my favorite part about managing that bar was getting to eighty six people. Yeah, I fucking loved it. You don't get to eighty six people from flappers. No, no, I've tried. <laughs> They just bounce over to the main room and no one cares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, don't send them away. We need everybody we can get. <laughs> we need the tickets. Yeah, we need the tickets. Uh, I used to, like, it was always such a pain in the ass because, like, you'd go to the, like, we didn't have the autonomy to just 86 somebody. Right. And if we did 86 somebody, we had to, like, sit down with the, like, council tribunal of the owners and explain it. Yep. So, like, I, I fucking loved it when... I did get the chance to do it because there were a lot of people I didn't like. Yeah. So I just like any fucking excuse. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you held the glass the wrong way. Get the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> I, did I, you order a beer or an IPA, bitch? Get yeah. out. I, I had one guy that I've been trying to 86 for months. Like, he, It came to a head on a night where he got into a fight with another customer on the back patio mm-hmm. because he thought it would be hilarious to walk up to this guy's very pregnant wife and sit down next to her and tell her, I want to kill your baby. Oh, okay. So like the dude got in a fight with him and like, I'm on the back patio getting the explanation for this. I let the guy kick his ass for about 30 seconds. Yeah. And then I kicked them both out. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got to 86. I mean, it was really satisfying. <sighs> but really, I would 86 that piece of shit for, you know, wearing the wrong shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate Literally. that guy so much. Well, there was a woman, um, we used to get this woman who, uh, like, solicited and sold, like, those cheap, like, fake flowers and all the lights and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the ones you see just walking around. And, like, she wasn't homeless. Yeah. She had, she always, like, if you saw her without her <laughs> sales material, mm-hmm. she, like, had really nice, like, shoes on. She had a Louis bag, like, all that shit, right? Yeah. But she would come into the restaurant and walk up to tables and be like, buy this rose. And then we're like, no, I don't want to buy it. She's like, I know you have money. You're out. I know you have money right now. Buy this rose. Like crazy shit. So I would fucking wait for this bitch to come in. And I'd look at everybody and I'd be like, I got it. And I'd just fucking walk right up to her. I'd go, you need to get the fuck out of here. And she's like, why are you so mean? I'd go, because you're a psycho. Get out. And I would chase her out. And she was just this crazy lady. And she, I'd like walk out there and then I'd stand there and wait for her to leave like the property even. And she's like, why are you so mean? I'm leaving. I was like, "Uh, not yet. Bye. (laughs) Good. Go. (laughs) And my managers were just like, Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> I, I got so much satisfaction out of kicking people out. It made me so happy. I get a lot of satisfaction out of telling people, like, at my job um, uh, where I work now, we don't sell soda at all. At all? We have soda water, and that's the closest to soda you'll get. We don't have any Coke, Pepsi products, none of that. Yeah. So I get people in, and it's it's not as satisfying here because the people are nicer, but it's still satisfying. But people will be like, can I get a Diet Coke? And I'm like, No. <laughs> Because we don't have it. I wouldn't even explain. I'm just, no. We don't even have ranch, which is ironic that I have this as my <laughs> podcast now. I know. I'm like, I feel like I'm a little bit cheating now because we don't have ranch. But like, 
start taking ranch with you. Yeah. I just show up with some Hidden Valley. I'm like, <laughs> we don't have it, but I got a little for you. But I, there is, because you get so beat up as a server by people, that satisfaction of being able to tell somebody, like, especially a table that's been just a real asshole. Yeah, we You have. know? Yeah. Where you could just go, mm, no, no, you can't. Yeah, I, I had that kind of rapport with my regulars after a while. Like, mm-hmm. I would fuck with them so hard. Yeah. I, I had one, I, I have to mention this dude because he was, he's, he's still one of my favorite people. Uh, his name was Brian, is Brian. But because of the way he would introduce himself to every living human being on earth, everyone called him vegan. <laughs> because go up to him, hi, I'm Adam. Hi, I'm vegan. <laughs> I used to fuck with this dude. Granted, was this not during the vegan era, though? Oh, he's been vegan since... He's, like, in his late 50s. He's been vegan since he was, like, a teenager. Oh, okay. So he's just annoying. Uh, <laughs> I used to fuck with this dude so hard. Like, we had milk stouts on tap uh-huh. that I used to, like, regularly try to get him to drink. <laughs> he would order something completely unrelated, and I'd be like, here you go, and I'd wait and just see how close he would get. Oh, my God. You... And then you complain about having to clean up shit in the bathroom. <laughs> it was things like that that made that more powerful. <laughs> for me. Oh, they're like, Adam, the dude took a shit. He's like, I know, I got it. I got it. There, there was a night where I had a big jar of like those peanut butter stuffed pretzels on the bar. Yeah. And he just like walks up and grabs a handful and starts eating them. And I'm like, vegan. He's like, what? And I'm like, there's rendered animal fat in those. Oh. And like the, like all the color just drains out of his face. And he looks like he's about to fucking throw up. And I'm like, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> There's so- rendered animal fat. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> lard. That's lard. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he got so pissed. <laughs> I mean, honestly though, there probably is. There probably was. There probably was. But, uh-huh. That's hilarious. I know it's, it's the little things at in in restaurants serving like that. You just they're like our little wins, you yeah. know. And yeah. then the the shit talking to the other servers is like my favorite part. Oh, it's like yeah. you know whatever your table does, you walk up and you're like, dude, it's so fucking annoying. Ten people want ten separate checks. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, dude, that's so annoying. You shouldn't do it. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. And you walk up to the table and you're like, so we need ten separate checks. Great. Like, <laughs> <coughs> I know it's. <sighs> It, you know what? It is the perfect job, though, for people like us because this is what we do. We do yeah. live entertainment all the time. So, see, that's 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 kind of where I do draw the line, though. It's like I I had a I had a manager once, like you're an actor, act like someone who wants to be here. Oh, and I'm like, no, I've never had them say that. To like me, I'm not I'm not that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I try not to look at it. In that in that regard, just because I don't want the two worlds to mix and then I end up hating performing too. I know, but I I I do this thing where I almost like treat it as if um, I know that was sounding wonky for a minute. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I treat it <coughs> as if it's like I it's like jokes I get to try out. Yeah, you know, and so like I'll. Um, I don't know. I'll just like riff kind of. It's like it gets my riffing skills up, mm-hmm. you know? I, I do have a lot of material that was born behind the bar. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like that that definitely your riffing and your crowd work skills 100% can come from that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the, where like the only place I ever learned that at. Right. Was just talking shit to the regulars. Yeah. That was, that was the best part of that job was like they would all hang out on the patio and shit. And if I didn't feel like working, I would say I was going out back to collect glasses. Yeah. 
And then I'd stand out there and smoke with them for like 20 minutes and come <laughs> back in with like two glasses and be like, this is all I found. <laughs> I was out there all day. This is all I found. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that, that riffing with them or making fun of them and shit. That's, that's yeah. where that skill set starts to come in. Totally. Totally. I know. I love it. It's, 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 it's one of my favorite parts. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, do you remember w- ever getting a really, really, really good tip and what it was? That's so sad that I have to think about that. <laughs> I know, but it's like, <laughs> the thing is, is oh, for fuck. everyone who's listening that has never been a server, um, it's you block it out. It's in one ear, not the other. As soon as your shift's over, it's like, it's yeah. that's a race from memory. See, it makes it especially difficult as like, our tips were all pooled. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. It was it was uh, two big tip jars at either end of the bar, and then the individual card tips that got put in at the end of the night came out of the, the register bank. No, thank you. It got divided up between everyone that worked that day based on hours worked throughout the day. And Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, we, thank you. We would, we would add together everyone's hours and then take the total cash tips and the total card tips and add those together and then divide that by the total hours to figure out how much in tips we all made per hour and then divvy that up based on how much everyone worked over the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, for people who don't know, pulling tips means that all the tips are pulled. Literally, they're just put in a jar and you divvy them up like he said. He he broke it down really well. Um, Some restaurants do pull tips. Um... My restaurant, I, w- I will never work somewhere that pulls tips because I work too hard for that shit. See, I, I, I kind of enjoy it just because the days I fuck off, I could still, <laughs> still make the money I was going to make. I anyway. know, but, you know, <laughs> I can't fuck off. Like, mentally, I would, I would, it would make me hate the staff Yeah. because I would look around and be like, well, why the fuck aren't they working as hard as me? We're making the same amount, you yeah. know? And, uh, I don't, I don't want, I, I want to hate one person. That's the customer. That's the easiest people to hate, you know? Yeah. But um, some people, it works out, though. Like, especially for, like, a smaller brewery, I'm sure. What did you have on? Five employees? or? Uh, I mean, on a busy Saturday, it was usually, like, four or five. Yeah. So, like, regardless of who fucks off that day, you're, uh, some, you're making money, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I couldn't do that. I, I just, I, I, I work too hard because I, I, I'm a hustler, man. Yeah. I mean, from from what I know, most breweries are going to pull. Most bars, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, it, it, was there servers or just kind of you guys bartending and people would order from you and then they sit had, down? had to come to the bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Like, if you're only doing bartending. Because yeah. a lot of, even places that don't pull tips, the bartenders pull the tips. Yeah. Always. Because, like, my job, it's weird. Our AM and PM bartenders all pull together. Yeah, that's. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, But. I mean, they make we tip out pretty fat to them though. So I mean, there was a brewery I'd worked at after the one I was at for like three years. I worked at another one very briefly. If you open there, you're opening until the afternoon person came in. You got all that. Oh, nice. And then for however long you were there for the afternoon, you got those hours for it too. Oh, nice. Uh, that was a pretty good way of doing it. Yeah. And again, it allowed me to off a whole lot and right still make my money yeah not really i was a terrible manager <laughs> <laughs> i will never manage a restaurant i i don't know why i decided to do it i don't i wanted it to and i don't even know why Ooh, never yeah were you new were you newer into bartending is that why 
I mean, this was like, that was the third year. It took three years. And you still wanted to be a manager? Wow. I don't. I was only manager for like six months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of bullshit. There were people that were very unhappy with the fact that I was manager. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. They worked very diligently <laughs> to make sure that I wasn't a manager long. And when I got demoted, I was like, that's fine. You're like, thank you. Yeah. I know, dude. Managers at restaurants are honestly, most of them are godsend. Like, I would never be able to do it. It's a job I can never handle. But um, some of them suck ass, Yeah, honestly. But uh, that's, wow. I would never. Uh, knowing how restaurants run, even, like, the restaurant I work at, I would never want to be a manager yeah. at. Like, I, I never got any kind of, like, manager training. Oh, yeah. And I was never told what my exact responsibilities were. Yeah. It was just like, and now you're manager. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, the, the fuck do I do? Yeah. They're like, you make a dollar more an hour. And I'm Ooh. like, I'm like, great. What the fuck do I do? Yeah. And they're like, cleaning supplies. Ugh. I fucking drink them? What do you want me to do? Like, they never told me what to do. Yeah. And then when they demoted me, the owner's like, I'm very unhappy with your job performance. And I'm like, I didn't know what the fuck my job was. Right, right. <laughs> well, if you would have laid it out, yeah. I would have known. <laughs> like, nobody told me what to do. Jesus. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I love that. And that's pretty much the training you get as a manager anywhere. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, figure it out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I know. Literally, when I was at BJ's, I was there for way too long. But, um... By the time I was getting ready to leave, I wasn't by any means a manager, but I would do everything the managers did. Yeah. Like, I would comp shit. I would help out in every department. I would help with, like, I wouldn't help with cooking, but I would help run food. I'd help bar. I'd help um, serve, like, all that stuff because it was such a shit show. And there was only, like, two managers on that. Like, if you didn't take the initiative to just fucking work, it was going to go down in flames. Yeah. And it was a that was a fucking. Nightmare. I was I was one of three managers. What? Yeah. How, they, for for a staff of like. Like you were saying, like five. Well, I mean, there there were like maybe ten or fifteen that rotated through. The okay. Week. Okay. No, like like ten. Okay. But three, ten ten person staff and three of those people were managers. <laughs> Dining out tip of the week. What would be something that you would want people who have never worked in the industry, um, like a tip you could give them to help make their life and the server or bartender's life easier that they could do while dining out? Be fucking patient. That's a good one. Patience. That's a great one. It's almost never the server's fault. Be fucking patient. Be fucking patient. That is a good one. That is very true because people really aren't, um, they're never, they're never, pa- they, they, I had a, uh, speaking of which I had a table come in on Valentine's day and the lady and her husband sit down and she goes, hi, we're ready to order. We're in a bit of a rush. And in my mind, I wanted to be like, you dumb bitch. You picked the wrong day to be in a rush. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't make a reservation. You didn't like it's Valentine's day yeah. and you are expecting to go in and out of a restaurant. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted she, they did because my restaurant's efficient, but like uh, in any other place, you would have never been in and out. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. On Valentine's Day? like You're fucked from the get-go. From the get-go. Yeah. And I was just like, lady, be patient. Like, you are coming in on a day that we have the most business almost. Yeah. And we have no control over a lot of shit. Like, it drives me nuts. Or when, uh, one of my favorite things is when, like, 
people you're at a table and you're taking like it, it could be a party or whatever and um you're taking like drink orders and you kind of wrap around the table by the time you get back to the start the one person's like can i get that water and you're like did you see me leave <laughs> did i vanish and come back so quickly like yeah. be patient i know dude it drives uh, me fucking i mean nuts. like it's it's even if like it appears to be dead and shit is still slow. It's almost never the server's fault. Yeah. Like yeah. We, we had so many times where someone would order a beer and we'd go to pour it and the keg would blow. Yeah. And then we would go to change the keg and there wouldn't be a backup keg on our end for any reason. So for some reason, so we'd have to go across the alleyway we had to the cold storage mm-hmm. in the production facility mm-hmm. and get a keg down and walk it back over. Which sometimes, depending on which keg, could take a fucking while because, like, we had kegs, warehouse size buildings stacked all the way to the roof. Right. So, like, sometimes it took a while, and nine times out of ten, I was the one that had to go do it, and it meant I had to, like, Donkey Kong climb stacks of kegs up to the roof to get the one at the highest point, and then bring it all the way down. Right. We didn't have equipment for that shit. Yeah. Um. And people would get pissy, and it's like, well, dude, you ordered a beer, and the keg blew, and I didn't have a keg, and it took me 20 minutes to climb the stacks. It's not their fault. Yeah. It's not even really my fault. It's no, it's just no, it's just life. That's just how yeah. things work. If, if something is out, do you want it replaced, or do you just want to choose another beer? Yeah. Well, that was always the thing. Like, like, we always ask, like, well, I got to go grab another keg. Do you want something else? And, nope. I want that one. All right, well, it's going to be a minute. Fuck you. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go put on my spelunking gear and go <laughs> scale a mountain of fucking kegs. Because this dude needs his fucking double IPA. Jesus, I know. It, the, I, another thing that astonishes me is it's like, it feels like even now, like I'll get tables where I'm like, have you never in your life been to a restaurant before? Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll be like, "What's the menu? Where's the menu?" Or or like, "What what do you have?" Or, or or um, where do we pay? Do you not know how to deal? Like in mm-hmm. you're you're in you're adult person with children probably, <laughs> and you don't know how to function in a restaurant. Like you don't know how it works. Oh, I, I love watching people get confused by the QR code menu. Oh God, it's the best. That makes me laugh so much. It's the best. I. I was at lunch with a friend of mine fucking forever ago. And he was like, I don't want to use the fucking QR code. And I'm like, just scan the thing. It's so easy. He's like, no, I want them to bring me a menu so I don't have to use my data. <laughs> Who still pays for individual data? <laughs> and I'm like, well, dude, it's like, get on their Wi-Fi. He's like, no, the Wi-Fi is going to be slow. I don't want you to use your Wi-Fi or my data. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's that your friend's fault for still paying for non-unlimited data. Yeah, yeah. Because that's weird. Um, it's and His fault for being a raging bitch, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and that, that, that kind of power play, too, to be like, I want them to bring me the menu yeah. and bring it to me. And not just be like, well, I'll just grab a menu really quickly. Yeah. Uh, and I was, like, I, I was like, I'll scan it and you can look at my phone. He's like, no, he's not the point. Yeah, I had a table the other day. Um, I walked up to them and I was like, "Hey guys, how you doing?" And they just looked up, to, up at me. And they were a younger couple. And they look up and they go, "Um, can we get menus?" And I just like Jesus. in my mind, I was I like had to take a deep breath because I was like that kind of stuff irks me so badly mm-hmm. that I like wanted to grab the girl's throat and just be like, "You are a terrible person." And sure. I I 
I just, I, I like, we, we used um, note cards as like a, a sign to be like, oh, the table's been greeted. So I had the note card in my hand and I just ever so like slightly like crushed it in my hand. And I <laughs> go, uh-huh. Because here's the thing, ask for the menu, but if I approach you and I say, hey, how you doing? And you just look at me like I'm not a human. That yeah. should drives me nuts. Say, hi, how you doing? Um, is there any chance we can get paper men? Like, it, it's all about your tone and your word. Like, yeah. <sighs> Understanding that the server is a fucking human being yeah and not some machine that's there for your benefit yeah i'm like i wasn't a mind reader i didn't know that you're dumb and you don't know how to scan a fucking qr code to pull up your the menu the the thing i always used to love to bring up to assholes when they were being assholes is like you chose to be here i can choose not to serve you yeah yeah i don't have to do it no and i love it too my thing is is i'm like you know what's funny to me is that you're coming out to a restaurant for a few reasons. Either you can't cook, you don't want to cook, or you need, like, a safe space to do, a, like, break up with something or whatever. But it's all for, like, it, you're doing, essentially, you're going to this restaurant because you're lazy. Yeah. And... So treating the people that are serving you food literally almost to your mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, understand that you're below me. I'm not below you. Mm-hmm. I always, I, that's how, like, what keeps me to be not from, like, freaking the fuck out on people. We, I mean, we, we used to do, like, samples of the beers. Like, oh, someone yeah. asked, we had to, like, get a taster glass and pour, like, a splash of it in a taster yeah. glass. I would have people all the goddamn time that would sit there and go, okay, how about that one? Yep. Okay, how about that one? Okay, how about that one? And just continue. I had a dude literally once. We had something like twenty beers on the board at the time, going yeah. through every single one. My my job had that. <laughs> and by then, he was too fucked up to actually drink any. Well, I was gonna say my job. We limit people to four. Yeah. There. Well, not this job, but the BJ's. We would only let them have four samples. Yeah. Because I think legally. Yeah. But also. Because then, at a certain point, you just you had a drink. Yeah. Yeah. We, like if it if it was dead, we would fucking like give it away. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. We would we would appease them for whatever reason. But like at a certain point, it's like, dude, you can just get a taster flight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, but I don't know what I want my flight. Like, well, fucking figure it out. That's what it's for, right? Yelp, 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 yelp. You, you, you. Break, 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 break. This is where we. What the fuck was that? I had a lot of fun doing these soundbites. Okay? I can tell. I, I can totally tell. <laughs> um, this is where we choose a random Yelp review from a random restaurant, and we uh, we go through it, and we kind of just break it down, and we talk about either is the person a piece of shit or is the restaurant a piece of shit. Okay. This one is coming from us today. Uh, so Adam decided <laughs> to pick his absolute favorite <laughs> restaurant. Olive Garden. (laughs) For the the record, Olive Garden is not my favorite restaurant. (laughs) But it's just just what I'm hungry for right now. I get it. I get it. I get that. Listen, they have some pretty killer breadsticks. Um, Okay, this is coming from Nene S. in Los Angeles. Um, Appearing right now, she doesn't. She's reviewed 47 places, or she's given 47 stars total. So I don't know how many places she's reviewed. but she is reviewing an Olive Garden on September 6th of 2021, which is going to, like, I, I like to say the date because then we can think, like, this is obviously during quarantine. Yeah. And if you're that much of a piece of shit, 
to write such an elaborate review about somebody during quarantine, especially like you're probably a bad person. Um, okay, so Nene writes, the food was good, but I lost my taste for it from Stacy's attitude. <laughs> Fucking Stacy. I love this review already. <laughs> it, it was not just me who noticed because the customer to my left said her attitude left a bad taste in my mouth. Zing. I tried I tried to be patient with her, but I thought that was wait, I I tried to be patient with her, but I thought that was a waitress's job to be patient with their customers. Wow. Wow. No, Nene. Actually, it's not in our fucking description to be patient. Why don't you act like an adult and you be patient too? I hope I hope the server shit in her chicken parm. I hope she did too. I can't I can't wait to read the rest oh. of this review now. This is okay. It's not like I was asking for much. Oh, I already know you were. Yeah, she was already being a pain in the ass. She was already being a pain in the ass. <laughs> she says, I simply ordered soup. <laughs> but she brought it like things spilled everywhere and the and like the spoon had been used. Okay. I asked for it to be replaced and she did. But Stacy always had an argument before she did something. And for others around to notice without me saying anything, that's a sign. Maybe it's a sign not to eat at Olive Garden. Maybe that's the sign. Well, I've had some very positive experiences <laughs> at Olive Gardens. <laughs> at the Olive Garden, I've never had a bad experience. It's afterwards. You know what? I'll take that back. I'll take that back. Maybe your expectations, Nene, of going to Olive yes. Garden should be a little less. It's the fucking Olive Garden, it's not some Italian bistro on the shores of fucking Venice. <laughs> it's literally a, an Olive Garden. It's an Olive Garden. And you went to order soup? Like, you live in L.A. We have, uh, the like, soup plantation. Everywhere. Everywhere. You're go. You're going to the Applebee's of Italian food. Literally, what the fuck do you want? From Italians that? literally spit at Olive Garden. They're yes. like, like if you got Italian, like if you went and ordered Olive Garden and brought it to an Italian family, they would castrate you. Oh, that's my favorite thing. I used to have a bunch of Italian friends, or not a bunch of, but a, f a family of Italian friends out in Lancaster. I used yeah. to get them gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> So for their birthdays, well, Lancaster, shit, they probably like, liked it. Happy birthday! Yeah, <laughs> go go do a tour of Sicily. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so uh, she was defensive when she said that the soup spilled everywhere when she brought it to me. But presentation is everything. It looked gross. Oh my! I kind of want to know what else she's reviewed because I, I don't have a hard time seeing her be like, "This McDonald's was dirty." We'll we'll look at it after we finish it. We'll we'll check it out. Um, but I, I already don't like if this woman ever came into the restaurants I worked at, I could already tell that I would hate her. Um, I was also almost done with my soup before she brought me my drink out, which I ordered with the soup. And her argument then was that she had to give menus to guests who just sat down, but I'd been waiting and almost done with my soup. So wait, you ate the soup that you said looked gross. <laughs> so in the process, so I bet you what happened here, Nene. Is that the soup got brought out because it's fucking soup. It's already made. It came out of a bag. Just yeah. so you know, it's not fresh. It came out of a bag. It's been cooking all day. And all you had to do was scoop it with a ladle into a bowl. Yeah, that, that would take quicker than getting a drink. By, by the way, the fact that it came out and you had to get a new spoon because you said it thought you had to been used. So then that was another thing to take her away from getting the drink. And you 
then complaining again because she you're not her only table. Yeah. She was giving her more things to do while she was getting other things to do mm-hmm. to keep her from getting her fucking Italian margarita. Exactly. Um, <laughs> then she brought my drink, which had soap bubbles. Yes. The person next to me said, just don't say anything. Do you want, do you just want me to pay for it? She looks like she is just mad and really rude. Soap bubbles? Soap bubbles? So your glass is clean. Congratulations. <laughs> it's I'm, rare well, to happen. I'm curious as to what she was drinking because, like, most things are going to have bubbles. I know. And how did you know that they were soap bubbles? Yeah. Was it like she just had put some Dawn in there and all of a sudden it just <laughs> rose to the top? Like, what the fuck do you think she'd... And, you, and I love how this woman thinks that it's the server's fault that did all this. Yeah. When she's probably in the weeds, busy as fuck, having to deal with piece of shit assholes during COVID who want to come out and get their fix of their thousand calorie breadstick count. And this woman is like, you are the worst type of people to go out and eat. I hope you know that. Okay. There's more. There's there's three more paragraphs. Oh my god. Yeah, she wrote a. She wrote a one. fucking dissertation on the <laughs> Olive Garden. Oh, oh, here now we get into why she wrote it. I would not write this review because I understand folks have bad days. Then why did you fucking write it, you dumbass? Yeah, you're just making that bad day shittier. Literally, but I do not think waitressing is for everyone, especially uh, someone. <laughs> Especially someone who always gives a reason for not doing their job. Seriously? Why did Stacey always have a reason when all I was asking for was what I was paying for? Okay. I think the bigger question is why didn't Stacey tell you to go fuck yourself? Yeah, literally. Jesus. Literally. I would have that same attitude as I if, if I constantly dealt with these type of people all the time. Her attitude was so stinky. She, she literally used the word stinky. She said her attitude was so stinky that like... Did her kid write this review? I'm pretty sure because there's so many likes in here. She goes, her attitude was so stinky that like the other customer, she left a bad taste in my mouth. It totally made me not enjoy my food. You got soup. You didn't have food. You got soup. Like, what are you talking about? You got soup. Of course you had a bad taste because it's probably the fucking like metal that's in the bag or whatever. How do you only order soup Garden. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. This woman is just looking for a handout. Wait. Okay. Oh, Jesus. The worst part is I received counterfeit change after I paid. What? Yes. I went to a gas station after and was accused of paying counterfeit, and it was the cash from the Olive Garden. This accusation not <laughs> Good. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> uh, this accusation not only scared me, but also made me late for a very important uh, appointment due to questioning. What did the gas station guy do to you? Uh, this 20 doesn't look real. Do you have another one? Were you detained and quest- interrogated <laughs> by the dude from the Arco? It sounds to me that maybe you had a lot more counterfeit on you than you expected, and then it didn't pass. And at the Olive Garden, it did. Like all the Olive, I'm yeah. sure the money at the Olive Garden is all counterfeit. 
Oh my god, dude! Were you trying? Were you trying to spend like an Olive Garden buck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Were you paying with the Olive Garden gift card? Is that why <laughs> they're like this isn't gonna work? And then they questioned you as to why you would be so fucking it, dumb to pay with it. And also, you don't go to Olive Garden when you've got important shit to do after. You just don't. Exactly. And and what kind of time management are you doing that you had to book it from Olive Garden to the gas station and then you're late for... How long was the questioning? What, did the cops show up because you tried to pay for your fucking... <laughs> Two dollar candy bar or whatever. She's like you don't understand. It was the soup. What? It was the soup. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Stacy. Wait a minute. She literally contradicts herself within two sentences. So she again. She says the accusation not only scared me but also made me late for a very important uh, appointment due to questioning. Luckily, the worker at the gas station understood and let me pay another way. So again. What? <laughs> what's what's the issue there then? But yes, I was scared and very confused. Um, okay. Olive Garden, please train Stacy. Oh, and she never oh <laughs> Olive Garden, please tra please train Stacy. Oh. And she never offered cheese on my soup. Isn't that a specialty there? That bitch. Beside that. Someone is paying you with counterfeit and you're giving it as change. Please get it together. I called to talk to the manager. Of course you did, but was left on hold for 10 minutes and do not have time. Well, you had enough time to write this fucking review yeah. and to call. So here you go. Here's the review. Never coming here again. She's got many, many important appointments. Oh my God. You, girlfriend, you are literally the epitome of a Karen at a restaurant. I hope you know that. I hope she got food boiled down. Okay. <laughs> She probably did. Well, she ate soup at Olive Garden. Well, um, yeah, she definitely did then. Okay, so let's see. She has a lot of reviews on here. She has another one star for Belly Fratelli Roasters. Oh, oh that's in Burbank. Oh. Oh, this is literally, this review is literally from a week ago. Um, I am confused as to why two staff members on Wednesday, February 2nd, decided not to wear masks while on their shifts inside the lobby of a medical facility and openly talked about their recent party and called it the nest for a new COVID variant. Others and I waited in the lobby were very confused, especially since Belly Fratelli is the lobby of a medical... Dude, this woman sounds just like the worst type of person. Um, Those people that think their Yelp reviews actually matter. Dude, like, she is so annoying. She literally, she's probably like a secret shopper. That's that's the vibe I'm getting from her. Is mm. She's a secret shopper, you I know? Can see, I can see that. Because she just... <sighs> nay, nay. Girlfriend. Um, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you practice your own... Pre practice what you preach. You're talking about patience. Why don't you be patient? T take a breath. Yeah. Stop trying to give people your fake 20s. Yeah. And... Like, just maybe Stacy had something really insane happen to her the night before, and she had to go to work because it's so expensive to live out here, and she needed the money, and therefore she had no other choice but to have to go to work with whatever it was that was on her mind, and you got her that day. Why don't you chill out? Why don't you, like, how, who are you to say to train her? See, now here, here's, here's my thought. Would she have been less grumpy if she ate something more substantial than the soup? <laughs> like, like if, if she had some some nice marsala. Yeah. A little bit a little bit of like chicken and some parm, chicken parm. Yeah. 
would she have been less bitchy? Mm. Probably. No, yeah, she would because she'd be so heavy and lazy and lethargic. Yeah, that she couldn't even be mean. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, uh, so many issues with this because why did you go to Olive Garden just for soup, first <laughs> off? Um, yeah. The fact that you one talked of, about... One of their two soups. Yeah, the fact that you talked about being patient and that is a part of a waitress's job is to be... So are you saying that it's okay for... Uh, customers to come in and, and be difficult and rude and annoying as long as the server stays patient. Like, fuck you. Ugh. Fuck you. We are human beings. Do I go into your job and when you have an attitude because you've had to deal with shitty people, I go, nay, nay, please be patient. Please be patient. No, I don't because I don't I, I don't know where you work. But if I did, I would. I would come in there and I would be an asshole and I, then I'd look at you and go, well, you just need to be patient. That's your job. Fucking irks me so bad. You know how many people at the club try to order drinks from me? Oh, I bet. So many. Like, I'm sure. Fucking constantly. And I'm like, I'm not the dude to get you a drink. Yeah, I know. They're like, what? Yeah. Get me a drink. How dare you? How, what do you mean you're not the server? I like, know. Like, do I even remotely look like I'm here to serve you, motherfucker? I know. I like that even in general when you're in a restaurant and you're like just running something to a table and they look at you and you're like, then I, can I put this order? And I go, your server can do that for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know people are just the absolute worst. Um, that's that's been the podcast, Adam. Do you have anything you need to plug? Anything coming out? Anything you want people to listen to? Um, uh, I got my podcast. Yeah, what is it? Uh, Funny people ruin movies premiering uh, on April sixth. Cool, cool. So. What's it? What's the premise? What's it about? Uh, I sit down with a different comedian every week, and we do a commentary track for their favorite movie. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Or your social media tags. Uh, I'm at that Adam Cagley. And then the podcast is through a production company, IAF Productions. They're at IAFPROD. Um, I mean, really, you follow my page. I'll post everything about it up until the, the first episode drop. Cool. Yeah. We'll have uh, all of the social media and tags in the post for this podcast. Um, thank you so much for coming on and thank chatting about yeah. restaurants and this terrible was, people. This was cathartic. It was. <laughs> <laughs> what i want i want it to be a nice release yeah yeah i I got a lot of shit off my chest (laughs) (laughs) didn't we all